Riveting. <clears throat> I thought that was riveting television on Friday night. Mm, I think I watched it over the weekend. Yeah, I watched it Saturday afternoon, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was pretty interesting. I was actually very surprised that I watched the whole thing. Mm. I thought I'd turn it off about four or five minutes in, but I was like, yeah. I'm on for the ride. I, I kind of just, I, I knew I wasn't going to take four to five minutes, but I just turned it on thinking I was just going to watch a little bit and ended up staying for like an hour. I watched the two, whole thing. Then the whole thing. Yeah, I it watched the whole thing. Right. I thought it was, I thought it was a good interview. I didn't enjoy um, Nori. I haven't watched many Drink Champs. Oh, I love um, the Drink Champs. So if I'm not, not a fan of after every 10 words, we're going to yeah. do this. I mean, they they drunk. It's drink champs. They getting through the interview drunk. As that was hell. the first two minutes. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. Um, he talked about a lot of things. Kanye West did speak about a lot in his drink champs in his drink champs interview. Um, I thought the whole thing was entertaining. It was entertaining. Um, I got a better sense of yay now. Like, okay, you know, yeah, I felt that as well. Like, I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. But I also had to really stop and give him a a chance. You know, I felt like I would always give Kanye a 30 second chance. And if he pissed me off within 30 seconds, I'm shutting the shit off, whatever it was. You have to remember that he didn't always piss you off. Of course. It's more recently with the political things. And I still don't get that. However, what I did kind of understand about his, come to understand about his political stance, just that the nuance maybe to how he got there. I think we are really polarized here, like in our generation where either on this side or you're that side. And the reality is there's nuance into how you get to every, how you get to that place. So I may not agree with him, but I could maybe, I just wanted the interview just made me want to understand like how he got there. And what I did understand was the fact that he can't stand, um, light skinned oh niggas gosh. like John Legend oh and Common. Um, <laughs> and he, they, he was calling them shucking and jiving ass oh, man! I was on the floor each and every time he said Not that. Not for me to repeat. Um, <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, nope. And the fact that he doesn't really fuck with Big Sean right now, yeah, um, yeah. despite being with uh, Big Sean a few weeks prior to the interview. He went so hard. He said that was the worst thing he ever did. Now, that's probably You said I, he didn't go hard? I said he went so hard. Oh, he oh, went he, too hard. Too hard. I'm saying, I'm too sure many that's, times. That's probably one of the best things you ever did, Kanye. Well, come on, yay. Come on, man. I don't know. Maybe it was like some form of bait or something like that. He's I, What I saw was he was hurt and he was really saying, I love you and I'm upset by right. what you said and I want us to make up. But this is how you really hurt me. So I'm calling you out here because I know you're going to hear it. Right. So I get that. Um, yes. Talking about how him and Jay will always be brothers and that's how their relationship is. I like that respect. He didn't even think um, the fact that he didn't even think about a versus against Jay. Like I'm sure what did these artists be thinking? Like I feel like we have all these scenarios in our minds that they've never thought of. Me against Jay Z? Well I never even thought about that one. I mean I would I didn't want them to go against each other I, either. I don't think that that's who the verses should be against, but <laughs> I've thought about it. I mean they are ver- that they made the throne together. Yes, but mm. Okay, all right. Um, but I did enjoy the fact that he was saying that there really isn't any beef with Drake. I mean, Drake did say something disrespectful in a song about his wife, um, and he did tell him about that. But, you know, there is no beef right. with Drake with Drake, and that this is a part of the music industry and this is what we have to do. Um, but we don't have to do it this type of way. Now he says this, and then a week later, mind you, this interview is a few weeks old. Then a week later, or a few weeks later, he meets with Jay Prince um, and does this weird blink if you <laughs> blink if you're okay 
ass Instagram post about him and Drake um, actually coming together to do something um, concert-like and something united. Um, It just sounded like words. Yay. Blink. Blink. Blink if you're okay. He said, I want to... I want to say that uh, Drake is my brother, and I I never even beefed with Drake um, ever in my. Did you just write this thirty seconds before somebody said and now? Yeah, <laughs> like, that's it was given pretty much like you got in trouble, and this is you writing a letter to the teacher. <laughs> I will never disrupt the class again, and your mom standing over there with the belt in her hand, like and and what that's and what, what? It, exactly <laughs> and what he said it was given that <laughs> scandal episode with with Carrie with with Olivia she was holding was the thing from the newspaper. Yeah, uh, well, but didn't you? But part two is coming out tomorrow, right? There's a second part that's supposed part to be coming two, out today. I will, yeah, part two, I will be in attendance for that. Awesome. I'm interested to see interested. what else he has to say. Right. Um, and yeah, he hasn't pissed me off yet, so let's get it. Let's start the show. I've been, I've been working all night. Now I need to hear you call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Been, been on the way, how far we take it all the way, yeah, 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 I've been going all day and now Welcome back to another episode of the On The Way Podcast, where we give it to you straight. In this space, we won't say anything behind your back that we won't say to your face. We keep you up to date with the latest music, news, and everything related while you are on the way. I'm Khalil. And I'm Sylvie. And this is the on the way podcast you can listen to this podcast on your way to doing the good lord's work outside of the blackburn center at howard university fighting the good fight in your good warm jacket inside your nice blanket with a tent i'm gonna send something just trying to figure out what a new school damn sylvie (laughs) damn i feel very bad for them I mean, Felicia Rashad said, "All right, I think it's time for you to come inside now." <laughs> w. Allen was like, "Right, they were right. there. They had spoke about that. It was clear that that, that was not spoken about it's time ahead." For you to come inside now. Yeah, it's time for you to come inside now. And she said, "She said real quick, okay, time to go inside now." Yeah, you can listen to this podcast on your way to thrive. In abundance, mm. limitless. Mm. That has been my phrase the whole week. Shout out to Kelly from Insecure. Um, <laughs> and one of the best episodes <laughs> of the whole series yesterday. Everyone I know is thriving in abundance. abundance. Limitless. limitless. <laughs> that's, what th- that's the response that you give someone who's trying to be nosy. Was right? he being nosy or concerned? I guess. I mean, or is, that, is it more awkward if you just don't ask? Wouldn't it be awkward if you just didn't ask? No. He just shouldn't ask about Issa or Molly. How's everybody doing? Issa, Molly, they all right? Cool. Everybody's not here. You talking to me, right? Okay, okay. sure. But then I feel like that's I, that's awkward if I just be like, don't mention them at how all. How you been? Of course, how cool. have you been? Sure, after yes, we get you out of the after way. We, and then this is my baby. And then <laughs> and that covers the bases. That's why I like how Kelly's answer was so short. <laughs> That's it. Okay. You don't need to know nothing else, nigga. You being nosy now. Everyone I know is thriving, thriving in, in abundance. abundance. Limitless. Limitless. That's it. But either way, anyway, this is the On The Way podcast. Black Queen. Yes, Ashe. Sylvie Jones. How are you? 
I'm feeling really good, blessed to be here mm. um, in this space, in this time. Mm. Um, happy midweek. Mm. It was warm, as I mentioned earlier, outside, um, warmer this this week, mm-hmm. which threw me off because I was already playing Christmas songs. And I started in September. I did. That was starting back then. Mm-hmm. Um, I started when the temperature dropped below 68 degrees. Mm. Um, but the fact that it was just so nice, I was just like, let me turn this shit off and put something else on. Um, <laughs> great music dropped this week uh, that I have been playing also in rotation. Um, just happy to be here and in the space, you know? Word, 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 word. Same, same. And how are you, Khalil? I'm doing pretty well, you know? It's been a really crazy week in TV, great week in TV. The morning show, it's almost, we're like mid-season on Apple TV with Reese Witherspoon and what's that girl name? What's that white girl name from Friends? Reese Witherspoon and and Jennifer Aniston and and Steve Carell. It's really a deep, good drama. Uh, American Crime Story, Impeachment, the finale was yesterday. That's them Ryan Murphy joints. Remember the first one that started with OJ? Yes. And the second one last year? I'm I'm an avid FX Oh, was Versace. That mm-hmm. guy, Andrew Kunan, and ooh, uh, Darren Chris played Andrew Kunan, and if I see him in the street, I'm going in the other direction because he played it too good. And um, and then um, now they did Monica Lewinsky this season. They murdered that. They murdered it. They killed it. Everybody. Awards all around. And then Edie Falco, who played Hillary, Hillary Clinton, made me want to watch The Sopranos, so I've been watching that too. And um, okay. it's been really cool, you know? And yeah, Dan Brown, The Lost Symbol. Everybody's not thrilled with it. Out of all his books, it's not my favorite book. What would you expect, you know? But it's a good series. It's, it, it, it's almost over. It's time to wrap it up. But it was good enough. Thank you, Peacock. Okay. Yes. All right. You ready? Yep. Let's get into the Weekly Playlist. Weekly Playlist. The Weekly Playlist. Weekly Playlist. It's the Weekly Playlist, baby. To keep up with our weekly playlist, follow us on Instagram at On The Way Weekly. We release it every week. This week we've got Drones by Terrace Martin. Still Over It by Summer Walker. 2.5 by Amine. And Absolutely by Dijon. This week for my first album, I had Drones by Terrace Martin, who's from Los Angeles, California. This is his 17th project after last year delivering four during the pandemic uh, with his album, They Call Me Disco, which landed in our top 10 of 2020 last year. Some of the producers on this project are Kid Culture, Aaron Ray, Kenneth Crouch, Robert Glasper, Hit Boy, Nate Merceru, Ricky Reed, Camper, and James Fauntleroy. Features include, of course, James Fauntleroy, Fauntleroy, Ty Dolla Sign, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar, Corday, Aaron Ray, Smino, Channel Tress, Celeste, Robert Glasper, Kamasi Washington, Malaya, YG, Leon Bridges, D Smoke, and Kim Burrell. As you can tell, this album was, it was a handful. It was a lot to get through, but it was Mm -hmm. great. Because last year he gave us like four EPs and he sustained, he sustained us throughout the whole year. It was amazing through the through the, through the pandemic right and so this year this is like a full album i think this is the only project that i've heard from him this year which is okay because he it became so frequent last year but this time it's a full album my favorite tracks on here were of course the title track drones featuring kendrick lamar snoop james fauntleroy and title and ty dollar sign mm-hmm. it was hella funky and it was a great way to set the yeah. tone I agree. She calls me only when it's warm and wet. I call her only when I want it. They call us drunk. 
Morning is a take on After Sevens, Ready or Not, also known as Jasmine Sullivan's Let It Burn. Mm-hmm. And the synth work, the talk box work he did at the end, uh, or and just, I think it's more the synth work that he did at the end. I love it. Um, he's an awesome producer. He he, We know he produces for Kendrick Lamar. He's just so L.A. I really found myself grooving to Sick of Crying. It was an awesome second line kind of feel featuring Leon Bridges and D Smoke. Reflection was also an awesome, just a solo of James Fauntleroy doing James Fauntleroy. Per usual. Fauntleroy lullaby type. And then Don't Let Go is an awesome, awesome talk box inspirational. It's like solo, just him on the talk box saying some really inspirational words, encouraging people not to let go. And Lamert Park is an awesome spoken word piece. And I just love the whole album. I agree. It was very, 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 very entertaining. <clears throat> this week I had Still Over It by Summer Walker. <laughs> it's the follow-up album to her debut Over It, which was, rele- which was released in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, this album has production from London on, a- London on the track, The Neptunes, Sean Garrett, Hitmaker, uh, and Buddha, Be- Buddha Bless, to name a few. Mm-hmm. Features are... Uh, Cardi B. You talking about London on the track who yes. produced half the album? Yes. Okay. Features are Cardi B, uh, JT from New City Girls, SZA, Ciara, Omarion, Lil Durk, Ari Lennox, and Pharrell. As of today, Summer's album has been declared the biggest album debut ever by a female identifying artist as well as big, biggest R&B album debut ever on Apple Music. Mm biggest it surpassed adele hey crazy as time goes on records are supposed to get beat mm-hmm. all right i'm trying to make this brief as possible but what i will say first is that summer this project gave me exactly what i was anticipating although i'm nowhere near heartbroken or dealing with any of the problems that you're discussing on this album um i sure was sliding down the wall singing along as if i could relate my god Bitter being the intro was a good way to begin the sequence of this project. Um, Cardi's voicemail that was clearly recorded in the midst of the baby mama drama Ugh. that someone was dealing with uh, months ago was not only great advice, but something that a girlfriend would say to another girlfriend in a situation like that. That sounds like a real um, friend. It was really, really good. Now, X for a Reason was the first season, was the first single to be um, on this project. And honestly, I didn't like it at first. Okay. I was like, okay. this wasn't... Mm, but after hearing it in the sequence of the album, I'm like, I fucks with this it's now. It's a whole ass story. It's, yeah, it's different. Now. I get it. Um, no love with SZA was perfect. Throw it away, made me run it back a few times because I'm like, I know this sample, but from where? And it was, lo and behold, uh, Kiki Wyatt and Avance, nothing in this, in this world. Well, that's why he's playing that. Mm-hmm. Right, right. Yeah. Um, unloyal with Ari Lennox because I love when singers sing. Right. 
I love when they sing and I love when they collaborate and I love the when collaborators they... out here are really singing. Yes. Ari, Perfect. SZA, Summer. Perfect. Um, without looking Jasmine. at the track list, I knew that right there was produced by the Neptunes because of the infamous four count boom, in the beginning. Boom, boom, um, boom. Screwing with Omarion was great. Session I, 33, ugh. which was the follow up to Session 32. One of my favorite, favorite Summer Walker records. Um, Fourth Baby Mama, where she rips London's mama and him in one song. First off, I want to um, That lifted mama. my wig the whole Should've time. Your... <laughs> um, oh. Perfect. I said, let him have it. Oh. And then I love how she ends with Ciara's prayer, mm. which I believe is the one that she recited after she was like out so of like the spell no of future. She and said, Jesus, I need and you. And after the baby was born, and she was like, I need to find me a man that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this. I don't want to feel like that. No I got more, four locks Lord. to match him, child. What was, was I doing? She was giving me Mary J. Blige vibes she in was, that prayer. Oh she said, I don't want to feel like that. It no was more, it was Lord. so deep. It was so deep, and also um, something that she can relate to because she is one of a baby, like a part of a baby mama. You didn't get that sort of That's now? none of my business. Nope. I know what Her you're talking about. And Cardi as well. Great people to have on your album. Love this summer. Love this. I love this. I love this. I love this. This week for my second album, I had 2.5 by Amine, who's from Portland, Oregon. And this is his sixth album. Um, some of the producers on this project were Lido, Pasquet, Western Wise, Bijan Amir, Axel, Axel Arvid, Alex Lustig, and Molly Raw. Molly Raw. Some of the features on here were nobody. He didn't need no damn body. Right. My favorite songs on here were Yippee Yay. Okay, I'm chilling in my shades. Cross from my shades. She say I'm a dog, so I told her Yippee Yay. What's up for my UK team? She says she in the States. Hotties give me face. Keep up with the pace. The name of me, name, bitch, don't give me fucked up. The way my girls be shining, she in love, Mio, okay with me. Diddy dum da da, mm -hmm. Diddy dum da da, twisted and a mad funny freestyle. It was really fun. It was really groovy. The whole album. Um, he had this. He had this queer character on there from the jump. From the he would intro some of the songs, and I was in the car chilling with somebody. And the queer character came on and it was like, oh, what you listening to? <laughs> like, uh, this is Amine, man. This mm -hmm. is how Amine gets down. Um, I enjoyed Charmander and the visuals for Charmander as well. Oh, word, word. Uh, I'm on, that's the one about I'm on an island. Yes. Yeah, yeah. My second project this week, I had Absolutely by Dijon. Um, he's an RB singer and songwriter and producer and one half of the duo, Abby Dijon which I didn't know until I looked up information about him. Mm. Um, his sound is a really similar blend of Frank mm. and Miguel. Oh. Um, oh. Someone also said like Nick Hakim oh. as well, uh, which I did get that. In 2019, he released his first EP, Sci-Fi, um, with follow-up EP, How Do You Feel About Getting Married in May of Last Year? Here we have his first official studio album as a solo artist. Um, he, him and Dij, him and uh, Abby didn't break up though. He just has a solo project. Nice, nice. This project is about him figuring out who he can, he who he can be and as an artist with regards 
to the expectations leveled at him from outsiders and those that he has for himself. Mm. Um, the favorites, my favorite tracks on this album were The Dress, because that reminds you of like something that you sing to get your ex back, like a reminiscing song. Like, oh my God, this is so cute. I'm not gonna fall for it, but oh my God, thanks for writing this song. But the dress looks nice on you still. Scratching, which was the first single released from this album, um, I felt like it was emotional, and uh, I, I don't know. Like I just really liked the fact that like he echoed his vocals as well um, on the track. So yeah. Right. This week for our honorable mentions, we had the singles "Escape Plan" and "Mafia" by Travis Scott, "Southside" by Lotto, and "Fall in Love at Christmas" by Mariah Carey. Featuring Khalid and Kirk Franklin. Music news. What's going on this week, Sylvie? Well, on Friday, November 5th, um, Travis Scott had his infamous Astroworld Festival, yeah. um, which started off not as bad as it seemed, but we learned um, around Saturday morning that 50,000 people were in attendance. Mm. And among the 50,000 people, um, at least eight were dead mm-hmm. by the end of day one of the festival. And um, over 35 were injured and transferred to the hospital. When um, you say end of day one, do you mean that there was a there day There was supposed two? to be a day there two. There was supposed to be. And that got canceled oh, okay. ASAP. All right, okay. Um, cool. Among the victims who were killed during the chaos that happened, um, well, let me start off from there. The chaos that happened began um, from the beginning of the festival. There are videos and clips of fans going past security, yeah, going yeah. past the gate, and just bum rushing. Yeah. Um, Travis Scott's fans are people of all ages, to be very honest. There are teenagers, there's kids who are Travis Scott fans, like preteens. Um, they're in that type of range. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were like footage of people just bum rushing, going past security. Um, and it doesn't seem like there was any control for for this concert and this event. We're playing. Um, yeah, anything. According to fans who attended, it was a lot of people. There was little to no like wiggle room at all, like with space between people. Um, I heard a lady say she testified on the news today. She said if you jumped up in the air, you were stuck there. That's right. how many people. That's, that's how, how many people. And that's it how was. it looked. So they couldn't um, breathe, right? Even though they're outside, just bodies, right? So you think about that. You think about the humidity. Um, a lot of stuff comes to, to into factor. 
um, and also the fact that we're still in a pandemic, but <laughs> nobody cares about that apparently. <laughs> so um, <sighs> when Travis Scott began to perform, fans said that there was like a rush towards the stage. Mm-hmm. And within the rush, a lot of people got tra- trampled over, stepped mm-hmm. on, um, bodies fell on top of other bodies. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like in that moment, a lot of people weren't helping each other to stand. Like it was just like, let's get closer to Travis, even though he's on this higher platform and you can get as close as you can, but you can't get that close to him, right. you know? But you're not thinking about that in the concert, I guess. You're thinking about the fact that you trying to get closer to Travis and- a couple things. Right. So people got injured. Um, there was no security in within the crowd that were that could stop and prevent this at all um and a few victims of t- succumbed to their injuries and were either pronounced dead there um people ran up to the on the sound stage said stop the show they, didn't stop they were the saying show. stop the show medics came into um, the crowd wasn't helping nobody they was the medics were helping I but mean, I mean, there were people who were standing on top of the ambulances like jumping on it the ambulance couldn't get through the crowd it was a lot um among the victims were a 14 year old a 16 year old two 21 year olds um, two oh. 23-year-olds and one 27-year-old. Oh, my um, And then there's another one of the victims who remains, the age remains unknown um, as well. They said they had at least 25 people transport, transported to the hospital. Um, 13 of them are still hospitalized. And it's almost going to be a week. Um, and five of them are under 18 years old. My, 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 my. So... Um, a few things. While Travis was performing, there was a time when he did stop. There's a clip of where he did stop and he acknowledged that, hey, somebody had passed out in the crowd. Let's get them some help. And he stopped performing. Right. There's Mm -hmm. another clip of him saying, what's that ambulance doing out there? Mm -hmm. And still performing. Mm -hmm. Um, These are footages that were actually on their Instagram and social media, but then got taken down because you have a great PR team. Travis did um, issue an apology um, via like notes or whatever, basically seeing that he was devastated. Um, as prayers go out, and then that he's he's in cooperation with the Houston PD. Um, then he did a video apology, which I think wasn't necessary, and you didn't need to do that. And mm. I think that made things look a little bit worse. Um, don't know mm. who said okay with that. He, ha- I, in my opinion, I think that um, because just from before you told me all this, just from what I saw from the headlines. Um, when something like this happens, this is career like threatening, oh, like damaging. Of course, 100%. So like, uh, no matter it, 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 you're gonna suffer a blow no matter what. So I think, I don't think that it's a bad strategy to try to get out ahead of it somehow. Like say something. I think one of the worst things to do is, uh, who knows? Maybe I don't. I don't know if this if the role was to just be quiet and not say but anything. He wasn't. He said it something already. He released a statement on his Instagram. And then he went on and did that on his Instagram story, rubbing his head. It should have just been one or the other, maybe. Exactly. So that's the thing. It should have just been one or the other, in my opinion. But I, I do think uh, some kind of personal approach is very necessary in something like that. You can't just hide behind the, your celebrity when, when people are dead. You have to say something, or else, of or course. else people are going to paint the narrative for you. Oh, of course. Of you, of you to everybody, and they were already doing that. Um, I think, you know, I think this is a cra- this is a very unfortunate situation. It is. What I can say is I remember Made in America year one 
when it was uh, in Ben Franklin Park, when it was up and coming and not as many people knew about it. But if you went, you went and it was great and sitting on the lawn watching Jill Scott and then Drake the next day. Um, and then I remember Made in America year two once the word got out and to get from me to you took a couple of minutes. Right. Um, you had to. Uh, that's when I really learned how to festival when you go with a group of friends, how to make a circle, hold hands to make sure nobody can get through to you because the crowd size just got bigger and bigger. And as it grew and grew, it was like, dang, they might need to find a new space for this and all like that, you know? Right. And I think that that's something that a lot of uh, festivals are going to have to be extremely aware of going forward, the capacity size. Also, I'll say this, I know the drugs that was in circulation when I was festivaling. Right. I know it's like half a decade later and the drugs that's out here now when uh when these people's out here festivaling. I partake here and there. I'm not in the drugs and the festivaling. But the I think this falls on Live Nation. I think this falls on the well, coordinators of the actual festival because of how nothing was controlled. Right. Yeah, so people are going to have their fun, like you said, but yeah. there was no control of what was going on in the moment. Right. And there's no control when you're understaffed. Right. When there's when there's no security. These are all what like those are those are all th things that go into. That's all part of the disaster. equation that goes into a disaster yes. equation when there's no plan. Right. So you've got rowdy kids. You've got drugs that that's new drugs that's in circulation. It's hot. You got people who, some people probably who's not supposed to be there because they rushed the gate earlier. Right. Is there a lot a, of people got there for free. Is there a head count? Um, no. You know, what's the plan? What's the contingency plan? No, the plan is to just rage. Hmm. Now you're talking about somebody might have had a needle going through with a fentanyl needle. That's what the police said. Well, Houston PD did say that, and then today they retracted that statement and right. said that wasn't the case okay, at all. Right. So. Right. That sounds like a get out of jail free card to not have because you didn't have a plan. I just hope all in all, um, something's done moving forward when it comes to festivals. And he when said it he's going to, oh yeah. And when it comes to just the gathering of large crowds like this, I think he said he's paying all the, uh, funeral fees of all the families. Right. And, but there's like 30 lawsuits so far, so far, there's over 30. So, so far. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Well, this week on a lighter note, Missy Misdemeanor Miss <laughs> Missy Misdemeanor Elliot received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. She did on Monday afternoon, uh, November the what's today's on November the, on Monday afternoon, November the eighth. She was inducted by Mona Scott Young, Lizzo, and Ciara. Mm -hmm. And she became the 2,708th inductee. So that's really dope. I love that. Um, I love that she had like little videos for um, like fellow colleagues telling how amazing she is. Um, we always acknowledge Missy. And I'm not talking about just us, you and I, but I'm saying like as a generation. Because she, she did pave the way for a lot um musically and artistically literally songwriting like it's just so much and i feel like every time somebody has to give missy her flowers she's always so humble about it like no 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 not no no i mean it's like yes you yes, like you. we're literally throwing bouquets of roses at you right now at because you are you, that man. great and you deserve all great things you, like man. thank you for shaping me i still listen to missy till this day 
Like it doesn't. The impact is still there. Uh, through several genres, hip hop, R and B, gospel, pop. Like, you know, shoot. A lot of songs you didn't know were written by Missy. Like it's just. Thank you for giving us certain artists. Like just thank you. That's it. Like this is it's been a long time coming. That higher ground with Yolanda Adams and Missy and um, Karen Clark Sheard and all the Marys and all and shoot, Mary and, and, and tweet. So many great artists that she's um, opened the door that. for, and that she's brought to us. So well deserved. Now she paved the way, and it's literally her name is literally paved on the Hollywood. <laughs> she paved the way I get it Galil <laughs> it's cause I knew you were gonna say something that had to do with like like <laughs> the pavement or something but I didn't think it was gonna come right there literally paved <laughs> the way cause this generation they really don't be known they really do like have questions about who Missy is I don't think they have questions. I no, think they, it's just no, like... No, no, no. When that Katy Perry... When Katy Perry did the Super Bowl like a couple years ago when she brought out Missy, people were like, oh, who's that girl with Katy Perry? Oh, I did not know that. Oh, no. They didn't... They don't know. And uh, and let's still... We still need to see this versus between Missy and Pharrell. One more time. I'm putting this on all your speakers. Spread the word. That's I'm not, not even happening. from there, but do it for the A. It's not happening. Look at this hate. Not it's not put, hate. I just know that. it's Let's not going it to happen. In the atmosphere, you know, we could put, just happening. put put it out there. Shoot, people they don't want it to happen. I want it to happen, okay? I'm just saying, I don't think it's going to happen. That's not how you get it to happen. That's not how you get it to happen. I want to have my hopes up. Missy, Mr. Pharrell, Mr. Timberland, and Mr. Swizzy Beats, please make this happen. On the way, listeners. Who are some artists that you feel deserve stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Tweet us in On The Way Weekly and let us know. Well, we're going to go. And we'll be right back. Just to take it slow. I've been working all night and now I need it. You call my name. Where you at? On the way. How far? On the way. Popping, popping on the way. How far we take it all the way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been going all day and now I need it. We're back. And it's time to get into the blackness. Don't touch my head. It's just me against the world. Who taught you to hate your family? The blackness. Keep the keep on. Here we talk about the world, i.e. black political and social issues as we see them to our point of view. What's going on this week, Khalil? Well, this week, the $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill was passed by the House, and now it's going to go to the president's desk to go into signing. So here's what it includes. Uh, it's going to go into signing. I hear a lot of people talking about, like, I don't know what the president's done. Like, his numbers are slipping and all like that. My thing with the president is I don't really have an issue with the president because the president's trying to do everything that he campaigned on. It's the issues with Congress, like, to get them to really put it into law. There's two people who's holding it all up, but here's what ultimately ended up coming through on this one. Uh, there's $110 billion for roads and bridges, okay. $39 billion for transit and rail, okay. $65 billion for broadband upgrades, 
that's like internet across the whole country or a lot of uh, the whole country better right. be the whole country 17 billion for airports ports and waterways okay 7.5 billion for electric vehicles 65 billion for power and water systems flint better get fixed 21 billion for environmental remediation so that adds up to 1.2 trillion that was the only thing that was in the bill that's the only thing that's in there's two there's two bills that's the only thing that's in the infrastructure bill okay and that he wanted to have it to be like he wanted like 3.5 trillion but what they ended up having to work out because that's all the support that he could get even from people in his party there's only 50 senators in the democratic party we have the majority with kamala if she comes down we have 51 but the two senators on there they won't go along with the agenda and it's mm. like if you don't have those two you can't do anything because the republicans not helping you pretty much at all but surprisingly this bill in the house it was only passed because they had like 13 republican senators help the some of the democratic senators like the the progressive ones like a, uh, alexandria ocasio cortez and uh um what's my home girl who shaved her oh gosh mm. ayanna presley um pramila jayapal like the really progressive ones, they weren't down for it because it cut out some of the major things that they still wanted in the bill that right. they said that they weren't going to vote for. But this was the compromise. Some of the things that were left out, but now there's another bill that they have to pass, which is called the Reconciliation Bill. And what's going to be, what's supposed to be included in that bill is universal pre-K, okay. ch child care, paid family and sick leave, enhanced child tax credit, um, an earned income tax credit, home health care, affordable care act subsidies, Medicaid expansion, uh, Medicaid, Medicare for hearing benefits. They wanted to get hearing and eye benefits, but I think they just got hearing. These are for older people. Yeah. Climate change, affordable housing, Pell grants, children's nutrition, immigration, state and local tax deduction. So all of that is supposed to Wait, be nothing about eliminating student loans no no hold on he's come out of saying that he ever said he was about c cutting down um college tuition what he did say that he was going to do though that he wanted to include in the bill was free community college okay and he, they wouldn't include that like he fought for that but the republicans not even the republicans the two senators who are democrats who could mm -hmm. do this they won't do it because they're looking out for, um, they bottom line, the, 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 it's ridiculous. But those two, it is. those two things they're saying are not in the best interest of their constituents in their state. And, but they won't say why. And their constituents don't even necessarily agree with that. So something just seems up. But it just sucks. And I hope that this doesn't dissuade people from coming out to vote again because they'll say, well, we tried and look what happened. But it it's is. Not, but it's not just that. You have to really see the full picture. It's that we tried, but we only got the majority. We have a 50-50 Senate. If you do it again and you have and you have a 53-40-whatever a, a, a uh, uh, Senate, we have the majority, then that makes all the difference. I hope it just doesn't persuade people not to come out again. Don't say it is because... Because that's the truth. Okay, well then let's. I look. feel like that's exactly what's gonna happen. Okay, well then people are already even questioning where the hell Kamala is at. So then let's look in the let's look in the uh, let's live in the alternative then. But I, I dare you people to think the alternative is better. Well, <clears throat> this week for my queen spotlight, I want to shine a beautiful light on Deja Taylor. 
Um, she is that Ohio. She was that Iowa University State freshman um, who actually invented color-changing surgical suitors um, during her high school year in her high school career. So surgical suitors are like stitches, pretty much. And what she invented was um, the way that they can change color when exposed to the beat indicator. So your wounds have different pH levels, pretty much. So the suitor would change color based on the pH of your body at the time. So it identifies which kind of wound it is. Wow. What? Mm-hmm. Um, so they she give won you the stitches? junior. They give you stitches? Yes. And, and then, then they change color to see, you know, based on the pH level of your body. Oh, wow. Nobody's ever um, invented that before. Um, she won the junior science humanities seminar and placed second in the state science and technology fair of Iowa. Um, she's now a freshman at Iowa State. She's still in the patent process of this. Um, it's taken <laughs> the last 18 months to for the process to be improved, which I didn't even know that. Like, I guess a patent has to go through all yeah, yeah. of these steps to yeah. make sure yeah. that, like, nobody has yeah. ever invented this. This is you. This is your idea. Yeah, We're giving you the rights well. to it. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I just hope that it happens for her. Um, she actually debuted this on the Ellen DeGeneres DeGener- show. And, um, yeah, this is a major thing, a major thing from a young black woman who isn't really much of a science kid. She sees herself. But it's like, damn. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> nah, she's just gifted and blessed. I don't know if you knew you was, you definitely a science kid. Just a, just a science kid from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Gifted and blessed. So shout out to you, Deja. And um, I hope to see this, your idea one day in the surgery room. As if I'm like, I'm a doctor or something. You hope to see her idea in the surgery room? Yeah. Oh, not personally. No. Just like I mean, I hope I don't get any more stitches. I hope I hope not either. One set of stitches is enough. Even when I was gonna get stitches, I was like, Do I really have to? Can you put some gauze? They were like, It's infected. You <laughs> need to stitch it up. Yeah. I was like, Why how about some gauze and Vaseline? And he was like, no. <laughs> and we're gonna start now. <laughs> Pretty much. That would have been leaking out of my head, child. On the way, listeners, what are your thoughts on the infrastructure bill? Uh, tweet us at On the Way Weekly because we'd love to hear. We're going to go. And we'll be right back. I don't need nobody else. Oh, you got me on the way. Yearning for your loving, baby. I need that every day because you know this ain't made for, for nobody but you. It's a wrap. It's time to get out of here, but not before we leave you with some encouragement. Once again, you can find our quotes on our Twitter at On The Way Weekly every Monday for some motivation. This week, our quote says, There are times in life when instead of complaining, you can do something about your complaints. Um, I received this quote from Rita Dove, and I feel like, hell yeah, because it's so easy to complain. It's so easy to um, speak about everything that's going wrong, and it's so easy to talk about problems, right? Just like it's easy to talk about solutions. But if you're not putting any action to it, then we're just going to be talking about problems the whole time. Like, it's going to just be a redundant thing. 
So if you don't do anything about your complaints, you will stay in this like this this complaining ass world. And that's not how it moves. Like things mm. move daily. Mm. You mad about something, do something about it. Mm. If there's one thing I do not like, it's a complainer. I'm not a complainer. I know I'm not a complainer. I'm so much of not a complainer that it come I'm a doer so much that it's it's worked against me sometimes just doing just for the sake of not complaining sometimes. Uh even when I feel the need, especially with myself, like I don't complain so much to myself. It, so much so that I'll just like shut down before I complain. Okay. And that's probably not the best answer, but I'd rather do that before I just start complaining. I'd rather just shut down, go sit in a corner somewhere, like feel what I need to feel and then figure out, okay, now how do I get out of this? Like what's next? There's no, I I can, especially the production side of me, the showbiz side of me, like things come up. It's right. just inevitable. So figure it out. That's just, that's how I feel about me. So it's hard for me to tolerate non-complaining from complaining from other people because my mindset is just figure okay let's figure it out you know rather than sit in it i agree well if you're looking for me you can find me on the instagram and the twitter at k-a-h-l-i-l-x-d-a-n-i-e-l and on the facebook at facebook.com slash kxd music and you can also find all my music streaming on the title the apple music the spotify and khalildaniel.com and if you're looking for me, you can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Sylvie Jones, S-Y-L-V-E-E-J-O-N-E-S. Um, fitness advice to everyone this week is please re-up on your vitamins um, and continue to take them. This weather change is doing its thing like it always does on the East Coast, at least. And you just have to stay safe out here. And for everything else you heard this week, you can find us on our website at instinctent.com slash on the way and on our Facebook at facebook.com slash on the way and on our YouTube just by searching on the way podcast. And if you love what you hear, please make sure to like and subscribe to us on the Apple podcast app. Leave a comment, rate, review. Let us know everything you feel about the show. And you can also share the show to a friend. We got visuals now. You can see us. <laughs> share it. Share it. I like it. Share it. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Later. Peace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We stress, we grind. One time, three times, two time, me time, we time, we roll. Three time, rewind. Late night, be mine. Yeah. And you know that's for sure. I clear the schedule so you know that's a goal.